The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by Hilltown Electrical. Hilltown Electrical deals with both domestic and commercial jobs. You can find them on Facebook or by contacting them on 07793 847 390. Welcome to episode 70 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. Last week it was the Fab Four that were hogging the headlines as the Beatles secured their first number one single in 54 years with Now and Then. That was Now and Then, but let's talk about Here Now as another Fab Four made the headlines by climbing the charts. That's right, we're talking about Dundee's 4-0 pumping off Superman as the Dark Blues moved up to fifth in the league. Paul, how are we doing, mate? Absolutely brilliant, mate. What an intro. An intro that I just had to make the intro as good as the performance I was handed on Saturday because the performance was absolutely compliments to the chef, wasn't it? Oh, mate, sensational. And just going back to your uh, wee intro, you could tell that wasn't a rehearsed at all. That was just off the cuff. Off the cuff, mate, honestly. I, I just thought I was just going to say welcome to the podcast. It just rolled off the tongue. It just rolls off the tongue, mate. Yeah, brilliant. But what, mate, mate, <clears throat> what a performance, mate. Had everything. From the first minute to the last, first minute to the last, honestly. I mean, we're going to talk about numerous things about this game um, over this podcast, but I think we set the tone the way Rudden chased in the ball. Basically, he didn't even have to push their defender off the ball as much and got the ball and also he hit the post. Um, he went near post, went no, near post again. I'm only joking. Um, uh, but, it was probably it was the right shot to take. It's just unfortunate it's half the post, but it, it showed that we're up for this game. We are up for this game, and as soon as we got the first goal, I had, there was not bit one bone in me at all that thought, oh, can they might come back into it? I just thought this is a Dundee win. I just didn't expect 100%. it to be emphatic the way it was. Oh, mate, we just controlled it, controlled everyone, made them look very, very poor. And and it's funny because everybody, oh, the media is going, uh, oh, yeah, St. Man were poor today. You know, some, it was all St. Man, they were really poor. We made them poor mm-hmm. because we were brilliant. <laughs> we nullified any sort of threat they had all over the park to a man. Pfft, yeah. Sensational, mate. One thing that I loved was, and it, it doesn't happen a lot at Dens Park, is that Dundee let St. Man pass the ball a bit, quite a lot. I, mean, I think they had mm. loads of possession, loads of passes, but Dundee managed that. Dundee managed it so well. It was like they were controlling the game, even though they never even had the ball. They knew, they knew where they were going to pass it. They were making them pass the ball to certain areas. And every time the ball was played into the box or attempted to play into the box, the defence absolutely lapped it up, lapped it up. And even with clearances, it just wasn't a, they clear the ball, header it, kick it. If we were clearing it, we, yeah. had, we were looking for a man to pass it to. The defence mm-hmm. has just been absolutely phenomenal. Obviously, take away the Rangers game. You know, it's a hiccup uh, so far this season. I think the defence has been absolutely phenomenal for Dundee. And it's it's what you build a team on to win points. And it's, it's happening. It's happening with us. Mate, 100% happening. And see, for me, like, see, going through the whole team, defence, solid, right? Midfield, creative. Up front, Lethal. Mm-hmm. Simple as that, mate. Just lethal. Yeah. And, and I love watching Dundee sit back and let teams just play the ball about because it, it makes that team think, ah, oh, we're in control. But in actuality, you're no. <laughs> we're just letting you can, hey, you can pass the ball about in your own half. You're not going to score. Just keep doing that. Let's just let them do that. And then, yeah. like we said last week, and you noticed it and I noticed it, that teams end up resorting to whipping balls into the box. And we're just like, Thank you very much. You've played right into our hands. We'll take that. Thank you very much. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. We don't have to run ourselves into the ground. We've done that against Livy. No. I've seen a lot of people say Livy were unlucky. Not obviously Dundee fans, but I've seen a few, you know, like people in the media and uh, articles and even like going on fans forums and stuff like that saying Livy were unlucky because had loads of possession, a lot of the ball, a lot of the balls into the box. And I was like, yeah, Dundee let you do that. But every time That's you put it. the ball into the box, Dundee cleared it. Dundee knew what they were doing. The closest you got was in the 92nd minute when Patales nearly put the ball in his net. Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. And, and we've done the same here. I, I don't think, well, Simon hot the bar. 
I don't think mm. that goes as a shot on target because there's no target. Superman didn't even no. get a shot on target this game. Not one shot on target. And their two closest chances. Yeah. Their two closest chances were basically back to back. It was that off the bar. I think we're three 0 up at the time. And mm-hmm. right after the one of the young boys, his name evades me, but he scored his first goal of the season uh, during the week against Hibs Equaliser. Um, he got the ball and blasted it, and that was it. That's all that? they allowed them. Trevor Carston may as well just like <clears throat> put his uh, football strip back in the plastic packet and hand it back into the shop to get a refund because it did done. not. Didn't I didn't get dirty. It was never got sullied at all. All I remember him doing was coming out and picking out a corner. That was it. That's all I remember Trevor doing. But and, 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 oh, and yeah, yep, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. Oh, love that. Hey, get that right up, yes, man. Bet he loved that. Bet he loved that. Clean sheet in him for him in front of them. Absolutely brilliant. One thing I've seen a lot of boys moaning about Carson doing that. Not us, the fans. We were loving it, but some fans moaning about it. But it's like. Do you know remember the, the abuse that you gave him? At mm. the, what, I can't remember the name of this, the Sitman Park. It's also sponsored by someone else, but gave them absolutely shite in that yeah. game, especially because he, he flogged the goal. Um, and they gave him shite in this one. He's gave it back, and it's it's like, uh, oh, 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 the police, oh, the police. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Toys at the pram. Oh, oh Stuart, get in trouble. <laughs> ah, fucking cry more. Cry more. But, mate, mm. like you kind of said, it's like, even with the Livy game, and then obviously the St Mern game, and then the media's going, the, the you know, St Mern were poor, Livy were poor. But like I said to you, I feel like a broken record. We made them look poor. Where's the praise for Dundee? Where's like Dundee dominated them? Don't Dundee limited their chances? Dundee fucking destroyed them? Do you know? It's and whenever we get a little bit of praise, it's through gritted teeth. You can tell, eh? You can you yeah. can tell the hate giving us praise. I love it. See one thing as well, Paul. I would say, come on, they need your praise. Say it's the other team because we'll just keep going unnoticed. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. Go well because everybody will be thinking we're just we're just taking advantage of a of a piss poor performance for the opposition. When yep. it's no, we kind of know that that's not the case. But let them keep thinking that. Let them keep saying that because we'll just keep going under the radar. Look at us. We're yep. fifth in the league now. We've moved up another spot. We're two points off third spot. After Joint 12, fourth, Danny. Joint fourth. Games, yeah, it's yep. it's. It's like, I mean, let's be honest, eh? it's, it's so early into the into the season, but when I've done the ever in this position uh, at any time of any season in the top flight, we're normally down at the bottom, you know, trying to claw points away. And I know mm-hmm. it's still tight. It's still tight in this league. A couple of wins, you're way away from the relegation spot. A couple of defeats, you're dragged right in it. But it's still good to see uh, after like, that's the like, first quarter of the season done, they were sitting fifth, 17 points. Was it uh, how many clean sheets is it again? It was, uh, six. Well, it was five, five and six, is it not? Five in the last six games yeah. or something. Or at least six or, over the season. Yeah. It's six, six over the season from 12 games. And the only team that have got more clean sheets than us are Rangers with seven. The stats don't lie. The stats don't lie. No. Here's another stat that I've pulled for the BBC website. So, St. Man, um Obviously, there was a lot of possession in that game. 415 passes they had in that game, the highest total in any mm. single match this season in the top flight, and still they didn't even lay a glove on us. It just shows you how much we just don't let them do anything. There was no penetration, nothing. 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 That's, that's just, what, mate, just what I've said. I'd, look, the team, Samaritan possession, they can pass it out, pass it to each other and amongst themselves for as long as they like. Do you know what I mean? They're not, they're, they weren't doing anything. We were just like, we were just right. okay, we're not chasing you down. You just can pass it in your own half and do fuck all with it. And mate, mm-hmm. and we and some, oh, we took our chances. But see, for me, see, see if you're watching that as a neutral, you would go St. Martin with a newly promoted team. It wasn't us. Because we didn't look mm-hmm. like that at all. You can see for me, I had, obviously Doc's been going on about it since he joined when he was going on about team having a work ethic, a dig, a mentality and all this kind of stuff. I, but you could see it. Whatever they're doing on the training pitch, you know, whatever they're doing at training, it's happening on the pitch, mate. And I'm, I'm really, I'm really excited. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we let some man think that, you know, they were probably... Tickling our bars, thinking that they were going to get something for you. But at the end of the game, the only thing they left me was a kebab. 
It's like your classic night out syndrome when you go home empty handed. Ah, uh, brilliant. But <laughs> mate, the whole team, the whole team, but a lot of the praise goes to. I mean, Carson never had much today, but you've seen him. He's still vocal. He's still mm-hmm. shouting. He's, he can. A, a fantastic keeper for like the amount of clean sheets that he's kept for us already. Um, the, the whole defence. The defence is just. I mean, well, how many times have we decided to play free at the back under previous managers and we're like, what would they end? That, no, what, Disaster. That, yeah. Absolutely ripped apart. And mm. I know Tony Dockett tried that initially and it never worked, but obviously injuries played part of that. Portales after the first game of the season injured yeah. and it, it kind of stopped Donnelly as well. You know, boys that were expecting to play it, but we're playing it now and it's it's working. It's, it's working a treat, man, eh? Even the midfield, the midfield's solid. And the strike force, we've, we've had one gripes with the strike force, not individually, but just not clicking. We said yeah. it last week. And I said it to you last week, and you rolled your eyes at the camera when I mentioned Rudden done a brilliant job just chasing down players all the time, putting them under pressure and getting them to make mm-hmm. mistakes. He upped it. He upped it yesterday. He, Mate, was, on he, his game. he was on his game. Back Yoko as well. The, the the performances with them, they just put themselves about. They were absolutely shattered after the seventieth minute. Um, yep. And I liked it when Ronnie got subbed off. Instead of um, he actually made a wee sprint to the halfway line, uh, mm-hmm. the centre circle, so he can get his applause for the ground because he would have to have went out at the nearest uh, line. But before yep. the board went up, he ran across because he knew and he, he mucked it. And rightly so, the big baldy bastard. The performance, rightly me. so, mate. I mean, I yeah, okay. Yeah, obviously, yeah, like I says, I roll my eyes, but there'll be, mate, a lot of people have obviously had their goes at him, I mean, but his, his performances in the last couple of games, games have been brilliant, like, it's that, and that's what I was talking about, like, with Doherty going on about, like, a fight and a work ethic and all that kind of stuff, you could see that in him, you could see that in Rudin, mate, mm-hmm. and, well, obviously we'll speak about his penalty, but, mate, I thought you had a brilliant game, man, really good. Right, he just so- annoys defenders, do you know what I mean? You know, he just chases them down, just puts them under pressure. And that's what you want your striker to do. But obviously you want him. I was gutted that he never scored, though, with that chance. Eh? I was just kind of like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> you know Aye. what I mean? But, no, he, he was brilliant. Uh, yeah, he he, was. yeah we'll, we'll, we will definitely speak more about him later Aye. on. <laughs> well, I, we'll dive right into that as soon as we can. Um, first goal, we uh, set piece in, back in the juggled about, back of Yoko, boom, back of the goal. There we go. That's a, a perfect start for Dundee. Absolutely. Mate, it was, we deserved that. And we yeah. deserved that. That's the thing. And Kimmel was quality. I thought it was brilliant the way that, um, you know, Baka steadied himself, adjusted his feet to just then absolutely rifle it, rifle it through the keeper's legs. And we des- like I says, we deserved it. Nothing, mm. you know. But yeah, another set piece. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and nothing that the, the big man deserves because I think he was kind of robbed of a goal against Levy. Um, we've spoken about offside goals and that, but uh, you know, he's a player, he's, man. The boy, he's, uh, honestly, he's a player. See, see, see his technical ability. You know, he's first touching that. He's he, he's just you could tell he's played obviously down south, and it's obviously a lot more technical than up in Scotland a wee bit. But he's a player, man. I love him. Oh, man. You, We'll speak about a mere, uh, especially his movement for the fourth oh, goal. Yeah. Um, no, the fourth goal, the third, third goal. goal. Um, third second goal. in, as soon as that ball got put in and half the St. Man's player's hand, it was that apparently. There was no doubt about it. It was apparently. No doubt. But the worst thing about it was, it was apparently for Dundee. And it was like, oh, here we go, man. Like, who's taking this? Yeah. Because, or who's taking, who's missing this penalty? <laughs> I thought Barker was a way to take it, but then when I seen obviously Rudin with the ball, I was a bit like, oh God, here we go. Because uh, at one point, there was but a mate, few that... players. Sorry, sorry, At that time, there was a few hmm. players hanging about. Cameron as well. I was like, Cameron, didn't you bother, mate? Didn't you bother? Don't you even look at it. Yeah. Don't you even think, Sonny Jim? <laughs> You're fantastic, but keep them off the penalties just now, son. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You've had your chances. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no more. But nah, fair. Listen, mate. See, actually, thinking of the corner, mate, that was a carbon copy of the Shaughnessy goal um, at Livy. Remember? So, yes. obviously, Beck didn't get in. Portales comes near post, nods it down. Training ground. Training ground. Mm-hmm. But it was an absolute stonewaller, mate. There's no... And I was I was pretty chuffed with the referee just going, boom, straight, penalty. That's it. Even any doubt, penalty. I'm but Rudin, about... Rudin, mate. I was actually really chuffed for him, eh? 
Right, and and the referee, uh, no, the referee, the keeper was good in him, eh? He was trying to wind him up, eh? But, pff, Rodden, ice in his veins, mate. Ice in his Aye. veins. Well, the thing with the keeper, he done that, the whole jumping back and forward, eh? Kind of doing the, the Bruce, gr- uh, Bruce Grobler's <laughs> wiggly legs and all that. But he Go say that again. <laughs> Bruce Grobler's wiggly legs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I think, so... You see that that was like so it was also a, a, a game of whatever the, the day like a wee standoff isn't it a wee uh, uh, old western standoff because he kept the keeper kept going to the one side he kept going to that one side so if mm. you're a penalty taker you're thinking ah, he's going to go to the other side but running you know like you say cool as fucking ice mm. um just you know puts it to the bit that the keeper kept leaving open and that was it and you'd seen him pointing to the side oh. that the keeper kept going to because initially I wondered what he was pointing at they seen the replays and when I got him I was like yes he's that's him he's giving it to the keeper I thought he was pointing at the keeper as if to say get it right up aye there. yeah yeah yep oh you yes you love to see that eh obviously the keeper's trying to psych him out mate that's all it was he was just, it's a game of fucking poker is it you know mm. he's trying to psych him out but Rodden, brilliant penalty, bottom corner, right into the stanchion. Keepers, even if he dived that way, he's no saving that. And like I says, pointing at him and get, just getting it right up him. Fucking love it. I mean, that was right, right on half time. Yeah. Ah, right in the I was right on half time though. I mean, what a, the best possible time to go 2-0 ahead and the worst mm. possible time to go 2-0 behind. Because Simran yep. rang the changes, four changes at half time. The mm-hmm. manager, Stephen Robinson, was not hanging about, was he? He just flung boys on and... Oh well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't really do much to that because it <laughs> made made zero difference. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. what a ta- tactical masterclass film there, eh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take off four shite boys and bring on another four shite boys that were completely ineffective. Well done, mate. Well done. <laughs> Manager <laughs> of the month. <laughs> you can tell they were missing Marco Harris, by the way. He's been good. A, he's, he's a good, brilliant player, but I was so glad to see that he'd missed the game through all this. Also, I hope Me. he's okay, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, we hope he's okay, but yeah, sorry, I get out of him. But anyway, but the, mate, just going back to, like, say, the highlights and that, they were already making excuses before they'd even started playing the game. They were like, oh, yeah, the St Martin team's been run ragged with a stomach bug. Ah, you're making excuses already? <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Aye. <sighs> Aye. I'm lucky. But then, also, I think they came. Also, came out in the second half and kind of went for it a wee bit. Again, nothing, absolutely nothing. And we go up and score a third goal, and it was a, it was a brilliant third goal because it was just one oh, of those God. where somebody said to me after the goal, he went, "Do you think he could have played it into Bakayoko?" And I was like, "Nah, no way." He says, "No, I wasn't. I wasn't criticism. It was just a case of Janky could have." And I was like, "Nah." I says, nah. "The best, uh, uh, the best thing he could have done was take the shot that he did because." Mm. The keeper's no saving that, like as in like grasping it. He's parrying that. And if you look at the highlights, Bakayoko's run. He sees it happening. Yeah. Boom. He just gets into that position and he will not score an easier goal than that. But a brilliant goal because just the, the play, just how quick we got out of defence into that position. Hey, it, was, it was brilliant. Yep. And that, that, that was it after that. I, was, I said there was no fear in me after we got the first goal. But once you get the third goal, there is that wee bit of... Uh, wee, we sense a relief thinking, yeah, this game is in the bag. It is in the yeah. bag. I trust yeah, my instinct. Yeah, definitely, mate. And just see, I mean, that, that like you were talking about with Baka, see when you, mate, if you watch, watch the replays back again, he's absolutely busting his arse sprinting to get into that danger area because he knew that if the keeper spills that, he knew Rodden was going to hit a shot. You could just tell. And he got, mate, I've never seen a boy like move like that. Uh, that's again that's the fight and the dig and the determination that fucking mm. Doherty goes on about do you know what I mean and but mate, even just before that before he released the pass to Rodin see he's touched to bring the ball down and uh, wrong foot Gogic class Aye. man class <laughs> but yeah but yeah fair play to Rodin he got a shot on target I think it was going in as well do you know what I mean but decent save for the keeper and like you says he's not gonna he's not gonna hold that he's gonna spill that 100% Aye, I was just the, just the way that the, the play them, and you see that I think obviously before Zach Robinson came on, there was a breakaway, and they went for the ball. But obviously, I think Sitman managed to deal with it. But you see, both of them were absolutely shattered. Both of them were on the ground. Oh, yeah. The shift that they had put in, um, and it, it's weird saying it because I feel like they were fantastic. But 
I still thought, I'm kind of going away for the goals here, but I still think um, the defence and Owen Beck, Owen Beck was my choice of man in the match. Boy, he was fucking everywhere, sliding tackles, everything, eh? Um, mm-hmm. But I, just, I think it just shows you the testament of the performance of that team, that the front two can put performance in like that after no scoring in what seemed like an eternity all season yeah no and they've done that and they've managed to get three goals between them two who like they've struggled struggled with shots to be honest and they've done that can yeah. cannot fault them that if anybody deserved deserved the the win bonus that saturday it was them two oh yeah i mean mate there was i know you sometimes we like to obviously pick out standouts from the game but i thought every single player was brilliant Perfect Carson, he did fuck all, but you know. Um, but yeah, he, 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 got he gets a six on the the, the rating. Somebody else gets things. <laughs> uh, but then Owen Beck, brilliant as usual. I think Cameron got man of the match. I thought he went about his game quite well as well. Um, but for me, it was Baka. Baka was just you get he, he was on. He was he was ready and mate, he was just brilliant. <laughs> I love him. Man. I love him. <laughs> And then, Permanent deal, come on. <laughs> it's amazing what two goals in one game does, eh? Oh, to your, and to, he, and to be fair, mate, to be fair, mate, he should have got his hat trick. Remember for that header and when it was dinked in from uh, McCowan? McCowan just dinked the ball in and oh, I thought, it, oh, mate, I was off my feet. Eh? I was like, oh, come on. I think the positioning of the, the defender for that kind of made it a, a bit hard to get it on target. But again, he was getting himself in that position. That's it. That's all. Oh, that is it. That's what you that's all you ask for your striker to do, and 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 again, just with the way that he totally busted his ass to get on on the end of that rebound, mate, you could tell the boy was fired up. You know what I mean? Aye. Love him. But you know, it's not often you see it. And I'd like to put the question to anybody: When was the last time three strikers scored for Dundee in one match? Because Zach Robinson was on for what mere minutes, and he popped up with his. First league goal of the season. Is it first league goal of the season? Um, I think all his goals have come in the League Cup. And mm. I piped up with that and it was 4 0 Dundee. A great ball for Luke McCowan. And just the wee dink for Robinson. Fantastic. I love seeing goals like that. Instead of just thinking, right, I'm just going to hammer it. Just a wee, pew, there we go. Oh, just the subtlest of wee touches. Just think. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mate, I'm so chuffed for him, eh? And I'd, 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 I'd felt, I'd felt all week he was going to score in in that game. And it's funny when you see guys coming out in the papers going, "Look, I'm going to score." There's goals in me and stuff, and then nothing happens at the weekend, and you're like, Ugh. "But then when he came on and he got his goal, mate, his celebration as well." So happy <laughs> yeah. for him, eh? Just fucking do, do, do. Every, single, every single one of those strikers needed a goal. Every single That's one that. of them, and they've confidence, all confidence, mate. Confidence is just going to go through the roof, and it's really annoying that there's a way to be an international break. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you you want to, but that mate, that confidence is not going to go. That that they will keep that momentum going in, on the training pitch. Like, uh, but going back to Robinson, like it says, chuffed for him. I mean, folk were doubting him, you know, you know, because of lack of goals and whatnot. He wasn't, you know, his last season self, but that goal's going to sort him right out here. Uh, Right, mm-hmm. and McCowan's pass, yeah, it was over hit. <laughs> now, if anybody's no wise to that, there's um, <laughs> d- despite winning 4 0, there was a, a comment <laughs> put on a Facebook page. Um, and you know what, the, the, the boy, the boy wasn't meaning any malice behind it, and he did put on it, so yeah. he's a coach, and he, he would look back, and that probably would be stuff that coaches do look at, if you know what I mean, like to, to better games. But he made the, the comment about could Robinson know have been. Uh, what was it? More hungrier for the pass, mm. uh, you know. Mm. Be up, or did McCowan miss miss? Um, no, no, gave him a good enough ball. But fair enough. Zach Robinson quoted it on Twitter or X, um, and he actually put he's no wrong. Um, or they're not wrong. He says, in all honesty, VAR is scary, and I was too way too cautious with being offside. So it's a learning curve for sure. It worked out in the yeah. end, uh, and and we brackets, and the pass was slightly overhit by Luke. So, <laughs> see watching it and even watching that's honestly fair play to me absolutely brilliant <laughs> but watching it back again I, I I mean at the time I was like McCowan release it release it and it was like he, the ball got stuck under his feet so he just did his best to get the ball out but again 
Robinson, for the fight, the determination to get that ball because it was slightly overhit, but he's his finish is absolutely brilliant. Actually, wait a minute, take it back a step. The goal started from an own back tackle that was out of this world. That mm-hmm. honestly, and I was speaking to, I was in a boozer and I was got speaking to this St. Murn fan. He had that cool black kind of Paisley Paisley pattern strip on. It just got blown away, obviously. Um, and he was like, "Was that a foul? Was that a foul like that?" And I was like, "Never." Never a foul. It was it, it was a Owen Beck special, mate. <laughs> He's too good for us, like. I because I remember the the Sitman player uh, as Dundee were getting ushered to the the centre circle, you know, for kickoff because I think we, we we celebrated maybe a little bit too longer than the ref wanted, and he was kind of mm. like, "Lads, off, get back, get back." And I, I did see one player kind of at the ref. I think it was one of the substitutes, just kind of at him, kind and pointing or. His leg or something like that. And ref was hit here, none of that. Kim, what was weird actually, Paul? Four goals, right? Not mm. one of them, not one of them was stopped for VAR. I know the penalty went, obviously gave the penalty, but obviously they, they agreed with him. So there was nothing. I think when that yeah. happened, automatically look at that anyway. But not one of them was ever like checking for if it's offside or anything. No, that I can remember of. Obviously, happy, happy to yeah. stand corrected, but I'm pretty sure it was just the case that every goal was just. Bang on. But that's the way it should be though, mate. That 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 is the way VAR I feel should be. Do you know what I mean? They always go on about clearing obvious errors, but then it's like certain games where the VAR it's like they're over analysing it to find something wrong, you know, and basically stop goals getting scored. But like I watched the Rangers Sparta game, um, and I think Rangers got a third and then it went to VAR, the boy took one look at it and then he rolled rolled, rolled it out. And that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? But that's, that's I didn't even realise that. Check you, you wee dweeb. Cheers. <laughs> just the subtle observation of the game, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I just seen the pure tears in your eyes there. <laughs> Welling up. <laughs> but, but you're right, though. You are. You're, you're uh, absolutely bang on, mate. <laughs> but overall, mate, I see one player who... Probably doesn't get a lot. Well, he, he has been getting plaudits, obviously, especially for his goal last Sunday. But I thought, like, you know what has been said about Luke McKillen in this game? I thought he was fantastic, especially the more open the game became, especially in the second half. Him going down that middle and some of the balls he played, mm. uh, fantastic, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. didn't get it wrong if, if he's obviously doing what he's doing and other players are taking the highlights away from him. Mm-hmm. Then again, happy for that to happen. Uh, teams are going to notice him, but you know if we can keep hold of him as long as we can, because he, he just he was just pulling the strings together. That's it, mate. That's a mate. That is a, a, a little, bu, 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 just turned into you. Um, <laughs> Full of love, love, love. Yeah, mate. I, I couldn't have put it better myself. But you, you're absolutely correct, mate. He is. He's. He's a. Pl- Again, an absolute player. But see, for me, like, and I know sports team are going on about there's goals and. Goals coming from kind of everywhere on in the team. Great. Because my worry is if you've got like one guy that's just always the goal scorer, then teams will just man mark him. But mm-hmm. if we're getting goals from all over the place, we're dangerous. And yeah, it's harder and... for teams to nullify the effect because if they nullify one boy, there'll be another boy to replace, you know, to take over and potentially get the goals. So it's looking good. And mate, right. And I've said it for donkeys that Dundee need big big boys in their team, like big tall laddies. And we've never really had them, but we'll have this season. But look at where set pieces now. Look how many goals we're getting for set pieces. I don't remember a Dundee team even doing that. <laughs> no, no. I remember the Walker has got it absolutely bang on, mate. Bang has- on. You know what? There will be times he makes mistakes. There'll be times like you see lineups get put out like against Rangers, and you're maybe not too sure, and maybe he's mm. not too sure either. But he's his own man now. You know, he's he's, he's going to make mistakes, um, but he learns quick for them, which is good. Look at the Johnston game; he piled on boys just for the hell of it, mm. and he's not done that since. You know, it's I think he even said that in an interview. Um, yeah. like substitutions after that game, he, he's learning quick. But man, you know what? <sighs> If anybody ever doubted his appointment when it was first uh, announced, and I think no, I, I didn't think people doubted that, but there were a little bit like, "What's, what's, what's this about? What's this guy? Yeah, yeah, what's what's this about? yeah but, absolutely." Uh, for his first signing onwards, it's like, ah, we've, we've got ourselves a good manager here, and we're so lucky that he's, you know, he's chosen the branch out 
and come to us, I think, um, for his first gig. And it makes mm-hmm. it, hopefully it's his first gig for a long time at Dance because I've said it for many a podcast that um, we're onto something good with the team and the manager. Oh. I'm, I'm not saying that we're going to go and finish third, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, but I think we're just going to look good on the eye, good performance. But the fans are going to enjoy it. Yep. Knowing, but you, you never know that there might be a week up running there. It's always like you know, luck of the draw half the time, but I just feel mm-hmm. like fans enjoy coming to Dens now and seeing Dundee play. Let's be honest, last season we won the league. How many times did you actually go to Dens thinking, ah, I can't wait for this game? You know, so half the time you were thinking, right, what, what names are getting drawn out the heart for the lineup? Like, mm-hmm. We never knew. But there is, there's a sense of, I'm really looking forward to these games now, to go, uh, going to Dens. You're, that's exactly it. And going like say back like to to last season, the amount of times that you would I mean, I'm always up for going for a game and like, yeah, this is going to be class. And then you no, get no, 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 no. You're always up for a bevy before and after the game. That's absolutely. What yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to hide it. I do enjoy five or six pints prior to the Dundee game. You sometimes need. Well, you really needed it last season because some of the games are absolutely shite, and you came out after ninety minutes going, "That's one of the worst games I've ever seen." But now, polar opposite. Polar mm. opposite. You're choking for the next game. That's why, like I was saying, I'm, I'm disappointed that there's a fucking international break now. Yeah. Because I'd be choking for the next game. I mean, it's Hibs next on so 25th, I think. It's 25th. Yeah, 25th. Um, I'm 100% going. Actually, I might not even bother going to that because Dundee will probably win 3 4 now. <laughs> you stay I'll away. I'll just stay in the pub. Yeah, I'll just stay in the pub. <laughs> Because even after last week's win against Lovey, wasn't it the best? It was a horrible game of football half of the time. But getting that win, it just you were just feeling, you know what? We had to get that win after the Rangers game. Yep, that's all we needed. But you were still going. Oh, I can't wait for the Sitman then because I do feel like we can get Sohan. Sitman have a good side. Maybe sometimes they're overhyped. Uh, a little bit of media dallons with some people. Um, I wonder why that good. is, Danny. I know, yeah. West Coast, West Coast, maybe. Well, that's it. But they're, they're still, aren't they a bad team? They're a good team. Um, but we made that good team look, I wouldn't even say a bang average, fucking abysmal, to a be poor. honest. Mate, yeah. exactly that. We made them, like I said earlier, we made them look like the championship team. Mm-hmm. We looked the premier team. And I'm, I'm absolutely loving seeing it. And, I mean, obviously, they four goals. What was the score in the Livy game again? The last one? One nil. Do you know? One nil. I can't even remember. Yeah. So look, there's those five goals that we conceded against Rangers cut out. You know what I mean? The I, goal difference. Yeah. Brilliant. I, I thought that as well when I, when uh, a couple of was just uh, today actually I thought that I was oh, we've got my goals back. Um, uh, do right, mate. That's mate. Four nils an absolute drubbing, an absolute drubbing, humping, whatever you want to call it, and mate. It, it, me and you were speaking about it last week, and I think it was one of the listeners' questions was going on about, like, um, uh, what was it? What needs to click in the Dundee team? Someone like that. What, what, and it was kind of like, don't really know what you mean. I think we've seen it. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen it on Saturday, because everyone clicked. Like I said, yeah. well, clean sheet, defence was solid, the midfield was, like I said, creative, and up front, we were lethal. We took our chances, and we absolutely destroyed St Martin. Everything clicked, mate. Yeah, didn't get me wrong, Paul. I, most of the teams in this league, we can probably play the same way we did against Man. We can let them play, let them run ragged, you know, get them tired out and then do what we did and absolutely mm-hmm. up the tempo and get the goals. You know, I mean, how many chances did we miss? Probably nothing because we scored our chances. That's what it felt two- like, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, also it won't happen against every team. That, that set up a no work against every team, but I fault for the majority. And, and if we keep doing that, I'm happy to keep keep seeing performances. Like like I said, how many times have you been at Dens and Dundee sit back and let teams play, um, especially when you're 1-0 up? Because I think that's when that, that kind of period happened. Only 1-0 mm. up, there's always that chance they can score. Everybody was laid back. Every, there was nobody moaning. There was no gripes. There was no booze. Everybody was just kind of like, every time Dundee managed to um, push that man back, Without even touching the ball, it was like mm-hmm. well played. When you just go, came like that, and there was there was dare I say there was clapping coming through the Bobby Cox set. I mean, holy shit! I've done. They haven't touched the ball in about a good couple of minutes, and uh, 
we've managed to push defenders or uh, the ball back to their defence. Eh? It's normally met with a fucking hell. You get get off, get off. <laughs> boys, that's been polite, but boys were actually kind of ah, fucking well played, well played, well played. I just think there was a feeling that we're not losing this game today. We're not mm. losing. And we've seen <coughs> that the defence has been like solid again. Forget the Rangers game. The defence has been solid. Lamy. <laughs> You, you're the one that keeps mentioning it. You kind of do, are you? Um, you're the one that needs to forget about it. Lamy, Beck, Portales, you know, um, Shaughnessy, McGee as well. I mean, McGee was really good. I didn't think McGee's ain't, no, a lot of people's choices for that position, but he never done nothing wrong. <laughs> um, mm. like he, he's maybe not got the pace as much as, you know, Beck on the other side for that kind of right, uh, right wing back position, but. Never put a foot wrong for me, every single one of them. But that middle three, Lamy, Portales, and Jonas. <clears throat> oh my God. Oh my God. Portales is just getting better and better, mate. It's like the Berlin Wall back there. He's just. <laughs> Fair enough. I just loved it, mate. Obviously, I was obviously not at the game because I was working, but watched it. Obviously, somehow, I somehow managed to watch it, you know. Um, but the. Mate, the atmosphere was brilliant. And my mate Walsey, he was at the game and he was like, I've no experience of an atmosphere at Dens like that for years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was class, mate. At, at one point, I think it was the boy, I think it was the boy Bacchus got carded and he was right in front of the Derry and he must have said something or gesticulated towards the, the crowd. And then all they started singing was, you're fucking shy. You're fucking shy. <laughs> mate, I had the TV on full pelt. It was brilliant. And it was, the atmosphere was absolutely class. Just seemed like it just happy, happy, mate. Yeah. Even after obviously the game, I went and met the boys at the boozer, and the boozer was stout, absolutely stout. That's what happens when a Dundee win. <laughs> Again, the town was heaving. It was great. To be fair, even a Dundee loss, it's stout. People go back this, yeah. During the sort, no, but yeah. mate, I couldn't believe it. As soon as I walked in, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but mate, class. Just like, like I says, I feel like that there. That is the example of everything clicking. It has clicked into place, and we are rocking and rolling, man. Aye. Uh, one thing I decided to look at. So clean six clean sheets so far this season in twelve games. I did think to myself, previous seasons, what's it been like? So I went back to 1998 when we got promoted and it was obviously the start of the SPFL or SPL, whatever it's called, you can what I mean. Yeah. Um, the, the the breakaway top flight, whatever. Fuck. But anyway, 1998. So six clean sheets so far. So even getting one will equal a hell of a lot of seasons. We get two more clean sheets and we have bettered every season in the top flight. Uh, since 2001-2002 when we got 11 clean sheets. So in between that, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine seasons. Nine seasons where we have got seven, four, seven, six, seven, seven, five, four, seven, five clean sheets. That is absolutely unbelievable. Can what is even more unbelievable? See, looking back, 11 mm. clean sheets. Well, let's start for uh, 98-99. Nine clean sheets um, for Jockey's team. And then 11 clean sheets the season after. And obviously Jockey got his jotters at the end of that season. Benetti came in. Mm. And even though the Benetti season is underwhelming, both of the seasons, purely because for the money spent, the players brought in, were done absolutely nothing, you know? Mm. And I know we can always look back, starry-eyed at what happened. But when you look at the results, it's like... You know, yeah. you're, you're getting beat for uh, goals for Barry Nicholson for Dunfermline, you know, and you've got Claudia Kinesia, better Carranza now that in your team. There's a name. But in Benetti's first season in charge, it was 13 clean sheets and his second was 11 clean sheets. Um, but that's, we'll have to go all the way back to then, you know, to see us actually have a, a big sturdy defence because, I mean, I always thought like season four. Uh, 2014-15 when we got top six and I thought we would have had a lot more than that. Um, yeah. Seems like we're just like conceding goals but this season I mean we're already going to better the last nine. Um, ten actually. Ten. I do tell a lie. Ten. And you keep that going and like you say good defence, good goalkeeper. Just didn't let the ban the net. You attack the point if you have to but 
you do that and then you know go for the win didn't let the ball in the net <laughs> obviously yeah. that's it that's it that's a team talk but you know mate, what I mean you're, you're right again mate but I kind of believe that start with the clean sheets that's fucking quality that is quality but that's the thing mate like it's only mate if you didn't score and you take your chance 1-0 wins that's what I'm after mm-hmm. but 4-0 wins are even better did I not <laughs> predict it would be 4-0 or is it 3-0 you probably did. You predict some like outlandish result that someday, somewhere, somehow it was going to become true. Well, there it was there. <laughs> Should have put but money that, on it. Yeah, I think one thing that we've probably learnt this season is that Tony Doherty has, um, well, Dirk McInnes has rubbed off on Tony Doherty. Um, watch the mind, didn't get too dirty. Um, he, McInnes is uh, quite a lot of... Uh, <laughs> Get, get the goal and, you know, <laughs> win one nils and stuff like that. And uh, that's kind of Doherty's approach as well. Just a sturdy back four or back three, back five, you know, and you get the goal and you just frustrate teams. Absolutely frustrate them. And again, well, forgetting the Rangers game, as you like to say, um, our points at home have been, mate, not bad. We're turning that into the Fortress Foam Dome. Do you know what I mean? Fortress Foam. <laughs> Fortress Foam Dome, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Is it 12 points in seven games or something? I'm sure it's 12 and seven at home, something like that. Anyway, but mate, win your home games, pick up wee points away from home, solid. You're fine. Mate, we are absolutely fine, and, and we, are, we are not going to be anywhere near this relegation battle. That's between a certain few teams. We are well away from that. I know there's only seven points between like us and bottom, basically, but... Nah, we've not to worry about that. Not about yeah. I think if you look at the way teams are performing at the bottom, the teams at the bottom, um, obviously I think St. Johnston, at the time of speaking, picked up seven points in the last three games and they've kind of kicked on a wee bit. Of, uh, I might not be seven points and maybe just waffling uh, shite, but they have picked up points. But yeah. like Livingston and your Ross Counties, you know, they're, have they been performing well and they're there for, and for a reason? And Motherwell, it's been highlighted with them. What was it? Two points mm-hmm. in the last... 627. It's like yep. fucking hell again. <laughs> Boys that it's teams are teams that pundits didn't even think we're going to be struggling. We we are there. And also we will come to a point in the season where we do struggle. There'll be results that they'll be absolutely horrible. There'll be decisions that go against you. You know, it's part and parcel on any team. There's always a part where it doesn't go against you, but it's always good to build up the points straight away like we have. So that yeah. when it does go against you. Um, and maybe you don't perform as well, but you've got a wee, a wee thing to lie back on, and you know, safety net. Uh, we safety net, and you're not getting, you don't feel like you're getting left at the bottom, uh, you know, and teams pulling away for you and all that. But it's, I think at the moment, mate, look, we're sitting pretty, we're sitting pretty joint, well, fifth, but joint fourth, call it. Mate, I, I, I just, I'm really impressed with the start of the season, and I just long may it continue, mate. Yeah. I'm already looking at flights to Lithuania and stuff like that for the next uh, the playoffs. Yeah, the discussions with the boys last night about that. Yeah, they're um, one of them put the uh, who was it actually? Some I don't know if it was my mate's group chat or if it was the chat with you. Like somebody put in the link to renew your passport. <laughs> boys, heads up! <laughs> Talk about getting carried away. Oh fucking right! That's Email and Ryanair. I'm emailing Ryanair to see if they let people on with sombreros and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man right well no no well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves here no 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 it's it's a good start to the season we'll enjoy it um nothing lasts forever but we'll enjoy it just now um so that's it there's a uh, no game well there is a game next week but there's no competitive football because it's the end of the international qualifiers scotland have already qualified so we're up against georgia and norway and to be honest, because we're qualified, I do not give a fuck what happens. I do, because I'm going to the Norway game. Can't wait. <laughs> ah, right, okay. Right, okay. That'll um, be part of the atmosphere, man. That'll be brilliant. Like. <laughs> now, obviously, you, you want to get a result, but the pressure's off, isn't it? The pressure's Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but obviously, the day of the Georgia game, obviously, we've spoken about it before. It is Cami Kerr's testimonial on Thursday against Celtic. And I see tonight there has 
been a few guests. I think Darren O'Day's been announced. He'll be playing for Celtic. I thought that would happen. Had to happen, eh? Um, Rab Douglas, obviously, he's uh, going to be in the goal for Celtic. Um, so I think you'll, you'll see a few Dundee Celtic connections in the lead up to that. Um, but looking looking forward to the game. Um, I'm trying to rack my head back to all the guests so you've got the Benettis, you've got Cavalier, you've got Sarah, you've got Jamie McAllister, you've got Craig Robertson. Paul, I'll let you mention them all. I'm hogging it all. Go on. No, not at all. On you keep going. I can't <laughs> mind either. I know Gowser's in it. That's about it. <laughs> Paul McGill. Cammy's playing. <laughs> Cammy Kim might you get again. You might be on the bench. <laughs> He'll be on the bench. like <laughs> A plethora of... Uh... Legends, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, I'm really looking be... forward to seeing Jim McAllister. Eh? Gary Harkins, obviously, in there as well, man. Gary I'm Harkins, just... that's it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Class like, I'm just trying to scroll back here. And to... Jockey Scott and Ray Fanner, am I going to be the manager? Oh, yeah. Yes, what about that? Yeah, yeah, it's cool as fuck. I, hope, oh. I really hope Jockey takes it serious. I really do hope he takes it serious. I hope he Any does as well, it. yeah. Oh, he'll be managing Benetti. <laughs> Benetti going, oh, here. Aye. Aye. <laughs> he'll be subbed after five minutes. He will, eh? <laughs> <laughs> sent, sent on the first flight back to Italy. Uh, oh, brilliant. You're no good. I didn't um, even think of that. Charlie Adam, that's another player. That's it. And James McPay. Ah, yeah, big ball Charles. Yeah. Yeah. There'll probably be a lot of bald players now. I mean, the, the pictures, they've all got hair on, but I think that they're, they're really general, that a lot of them have probably lost it. So, Got to give a big shout out to uh, the sponsor, Hilltown Electrical, Martin Tosh, for obviously kind of go to the game, uh, the Kami testimonial, but he's offered to buy tickets for folk that were probably not going to go to the game because they couldn't afford this. So, brilliant guy. What a guy, mate. Yeah. I mean, you don't get many people that offer to do that. Um, if you can't go to the game, it's normally just a case of, well, I'm not going, but to then put out an offer to buy tickets. Um, I think it was a couple of adults and a couple of kids. Yeah. People, some people have took him up on the offer and um, he's went through with it. Brilliant, mate. Top man. Absolutely top man. Uh, November is a big month for supporters of Dundee because there is five home games um, in a row. So we've had Rangers, Lovey, uh, St Man. We've got Kamikers testimonial on Thursday, mm. and then the week after that, the twenty fifth, we've got Hibs. Yeah. It's a big ask for people to keep shelling out that amount of money. Um, so yeah, to see other fans helping um, people that might not be able to, uh, like to, I would like to see more of that as well if you're able to. Um, yeah, that's brilliant, mate. That's brilliant yeah. to see. And I mean, even as, like I would never even touch it. Like you know, the food bank that they do, you know, at Dens and Tanadice. It's great to see the amount of stuff that gets put into that as well, man. It's brilliant. Like that's it. It's pure community. Do you know what I mean? Aye, yeah, definitely. You see the updates every after every game. How many? Mm. Uh, how much food? And also they take donations. Um, yeah. So you see how much has been raised for that, and it's always a, a good, good few hundred quid. I say few hundred quid is a lot more than that. Yeah. Um, and, and plus food. So yeah, it's 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 great to see, especially in these kind of times, that there is good people, fans out there um, helping What's others. That, mate? Football brings everybody together. It should be for everyone. Do you know what I mean? That's that. Yeah. God, we're getting yeah. deep here, but no, it's true though. It should be for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think uh, that's about all for this week. So, Paul, it's the fans' Q and A, and we had a lot, a lot of questions sent in this week. Obviously, riding on the waves of um, victories. And especially the way Saturday's victory went as well, fans were just wanting to ask questions. And half of them are going to be absolutely fucking shite, but they wanted to ask questions anyway. So we will go through them. So we start off with uh, a family member of Paul's, Mike Young. Will Danny have the correct teeth in his mouth for the podcast? And also five good sheets in six games is a pretty good record. The teeth are in, Mike. I'm speaking good. And five clean sheets in six games is a fucking tremendous record. Exceptional record. It's brilliant, mate. It's, it is. I don't even know what other words we could use to describe it, but 
You just didn't see Dundee teams of the past having that sort of record. You know what I mean? Well, obviously you pointed out that they did, but <laughs> yeah, not in the top flight anyway. No, not exactly. in the top flight. Yeah, shows um, how solid we are. Shows how much that we play as a team. I know that sounds like total cliche in that, but we do. Mm-hmm. We play as a team. Yeah, um, he also fires in with another question. While Dundee have had a great three points on Saturday, why was the home support so poor? Less than six thousand, and your boy and you boys are flying. Well, what I would say is I, I, I wouldn't say it was poor because it's kind of like what we always get in this league. Uh, judging on it, the past good few years, we've kind of got the core uh, home fans that would normally do. I mean, yeah, we'd like to see more people coming in to watch the team because the team are doing absolutely fantastic and they probably do deserve to see uh, a bigger crowd in Dense Park to cheer them on. Yeah. But it's all about winning back fans that throughout the years I've seen absolutely like dug me on the pitch that probably thought they can f- spend their money on better things, family, stuff like that. It's all about yep. getting them back in the fold. Um that's a hard task and one that probably would take a little while. But if we keep doing what we're doing, playing well, you'll start seeing people come back. Might not be big jumps all the time, but you'll gradually will see people come back to dance because there is fans out there that need that wee extra nudge just to get back. Yeah. They've maybe not been able to go and it becomes easy to spend your Saturdays or Sundays doing something different um, instead of going to the football. But if we keep picking up results like this and putting performances in like this, then you you will see them come back. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I, I can only obviously speak for myself. Like, I work two and every three Saturdays. Do you know what I mean? So, whatever Saturday I'm off, Dundee are playing, I'm there. It doesn't matter if it's home or away. So, But if I wasn't working on a weekend, I'd be there every day of the week. So, there's probably a lot of folk out there that have Saturday jobs and just kind of get the game, but... I think you're right, mate. You know, it, it, it will take because, like you said, there's folk out there that I've seen absolute dire for not just years but for decades, mate. <laughs> like, so they've probably went right. We've had enough of this. That's it. I'm not going back. I remember copious amounts of times after games going back to the pub and going right. I'm not going back. That's the last game for me. Like, yeah, <laughs> but I keep coming back. <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. But some folk mm-hmm. have obviously stuck by what they've said. But. Mm-hmm. Mate, we've always been around for as long as I know, around about that 5,000 mark anyway, so I'm not really concerned, but mate, if you have a successful team on the pitch, it is going to bring bring more people back, so mm-hmm. if we can win the league this season, then we'll see what happens. Aye, I've no next season, I'm a target for there. Yeah, we'll take it from there, yeah, you know, five-year plan, mate, five-year plan. <laughs> um, Arn Campbell. Is Danny going to stay away from hospitality this year after such an impressive start to the season? <laughs> well, you are staying away this year. This year, yes. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. next year, maybe no. Maybe no. Second, was it the, the fifth, the second of January, fifth of January? I think it's the second of January, mate. Against St Johnston, maybe, maybe I might be going there. Then I can, but yes. I'm staying away this year. So, <laughs> technically, I'm. <am. laughs> Luke Newman, what is our current strongest lineup? Probably what you've seen on the pitch on Saturday. Yep, absolutely. But for me, Mulligan would be squeezing in there ahead of McGee. Mm-hmm. Although McGee's been, McGee's done his job well, I'd, but I, I, I think Mulligan will be ahead on once he's back fully fit. I forgot about Mulligan. No, in the bad way, but because how could you forget him? I know, I know, I know. I think it's because we him going out the team uh, suspended and then also injured. Um, people that have came in and performed in his position. How many times do you see a player get injured for Dundee? That mm. is a big part of Dundee, and then you're left thinking, "Fucking hell, we've missed him. We've missed him." Not saying yeah. that we've no missed him, but you know what I mean. Massively, it's been a, a major impact on the team. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get us wrong, when Mulligan comes back, he will be a major impact on the team on a positive way because we can, like how good he is and what he brings to that. Um, but I think what I mean is just because we've got the depth in the squad. Um, That's it. Yeah, but I've, I've remembered you now, though. What? I've, I've, I've remembered Mulligan now, though, so... That's um, all right. <laughs> uh, I was like, what the hell are you talking about there? <laughs> yeah. But but you're right, though, mate. Like, in years gone by, you know, if we were, you know, a, 
big player was out injured, we'd be like, oh, fuck, who's going to come in and take the place? Or the, the, the substitute that's came in's not been up to it. But, mate, I'm not too worried now. If there is a player that drops out the first team for injury or suspension or whatever, I think we do have that depth now for guys to come in and, well, they obviously want to stake their claim for that position, that jersey. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a real good real good team ethic, like like Doherty says all the time, work ethic about the team. There is. There is. Everybody's fighting for everybody. You know, it's class, like, love to see it, man. Yeah. And here, uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Paul Gray has asked a question for a podcast that he's on, and he's also spoke about himself in the third person, so... <laughs> What time was that tweet? <laughs> it was at 18.17, so 70 minutes past six. All oh, right. Um, how many points will Paul have tonight? <laughs> I can confirm that I had... Uh, well, Paul, brilliant question, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Um, and thanks for putting the question in. It was, uh, it was 10 pints and uh, tequila and finished off with a little mojito. <laughs> <laughs> Can't mind getting home. Absolutely bluttered, bedded all day. <laughs> I love a wee mojito. The wee leaves in it and all that. Eh? Mint leaves, mate. Honestly, mojito is mm-hmm. sensational beverage. Mm-hmm. Tantalizes the taste buds on the on the old tongue. Um, <laughs> Happy Mondays, supporters club. Um, if you could choose a new song to be played for Dundee to describe this season so far, what would it be? That's mm. such a good question, mate. Um, <laughs> I really need to think about that. Yeah. I, I, um, uh, that's a fantastic, a fantastic one. Um, Fucking in the bushes, Oasis. <laughs> no context of that whatsoever just that none just because it's yeah. an absolute raker of a song <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go more poppy um, Katrina and the waves walking on sunshine because we're all happy we're doing oh, well such, we're all happy a, you know such a song by the way what a song that just reminds me of the American Psycho film where he's just walking with his headphones on <laughs> <laughs> That's that, mate. That's that. Imagine um, that as the teams come out. <laughs> <laughs> they got absolutely hammered that game. <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. Right, old Jake Shaw, on a scale of one to Hooley, um, how much are St. Mern greeting over Big Trev, Carson? It's no much greeting, it is a tantrum. Oh, it's funny as anything, mate. It's so good. They just can't take it. They just cannot take it. It's so good to see. I love it, mate. Love it. It's amazing how much like we just pure torment teams. <laughs> they just cannot take it. Yeah. We're not even trying either. We're, just, we're not yeah. even trying. We're just. We're, we're not even. Yeah, that's it. We're not even trying. <laughs> like. Teams are oh, they're going home and they're punching their pillows, eh? They're, they're raging. It's <laughs> um, The Dark the Blues Forum, it's no question, but it's just basically a statement. Trevor Carson's loving with the black and white army. How dare he blow kisses at them at half time? Smiley face, rolling with laughter, emoji. Times two. Trevor Carson, what a guy. Mm-hmm. He loved um, that. He loved that victory, loved that clean sheet, and he loved getting it right round him there, eh? because they gave him dogs mm. abuse. Well, well done, Trev. What a guy. <laughs> um, Luke Newman sneaked in with another question. What will Beck achieve in football? I think Beck can achieve a lot of football. He It depends on how the next few years pan out with him. Obviously, I can't see him staying with Dundee after his loan this season, unless okay. we do really well. Yeah, unless we do really well and send him back. Um, it depends how Liverpool utilise him. Do they see him as somebody that's going to be banging at the door to play at left back or left wing back or something? If not, I get the feeling that because he's making the impact that he is, you could potentially see somebody like Celtic look at him down the line. Um, I think you're right. He's better yeah. than Greg Taylor, <laughs> so that that would that would probably make a lot of sense, mate. 
but mm-hmm. hopefully it doesn't happen because I don't want to see him playing against us. No, oh no, 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 no. It's definitely uh, you, there's some players that you never want to see come up against you, and he's one of them. Definitely yep. would not like to see him here. And I'll scotch you. I just don't. I don't know why. I just get the feeling that he he could end up back here. Um, because there's uh, been mate, there's been rumblings about that. There's been rumblings like folk of. I'm sure Celtic fans have been saying a few things like that about Beck. So, mm, I, I, I hope it doesn't happen. But like I've said, I think I've probably mentioned it before, mate. I think he'll be fully capped for Wales while he's with Dundee. I really mm-hmm. do, and I hope he yeah, does because that would be class like to see. Yeah. I also pointed as well on Saturday he was recalled back up, well recalled, he was called again back up to the Wales under 21 squad so he isn't going unnoticed up here so hopefully he does see himself back getting a call up in the Wales full team and then hopefully getting uh, a cap because I think you're right Paul, I think you're spot on with that, I think you'll see him get his full national debut well at Dens or the Scott Foam Arena. Um, Ethan Hampton um, how long until Antonio Portales is called up from Mexico? I mean, I don't know if the Mexico manager would be looking at the Scottish football and think I'm going to call up this boy, eh? But you know what? On the performances so far, man, how's he no captain from Mexico? Mate, <laughs> he's just getting better with every game he plays. He really is. He's really impressed me. He obviously, came in as like an unknown entity, you know what I mean? But like a duck to water in the Scottish Premier. Will he, play, will he get a cap for Mejijo? Not sure, like, but I was going to say, yeah, I would just love to see, like, the camera just pan to the main stand and there's the Mexican manager there, like, watching him. I'd be, imagine that. Like, Mexico manager, like, <laughs> guest of honour at Dens Park or something. <laughs> be sombrero. <laughs> Somebody gave him a Dundee sombrero. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> No stereotyping anybody, but he would be wearing a sombrero no, no. and he'd a tash. <laughs> we would gift him, gift him a Dundee branded sombrero, and he'd wear it. <laughs> Aye, um, Garth Edwards. You talked about TV shows last week. Have you seen Letter Kenny on ITVX yet? No, I've not. I've not. But sell me, sell me on watching it. I've not looked it up, but Cell is on watching it. Is it a comedy? Is it a thriller? Is it murder mystery? Is it erotica? <laughs> yes, I if it's the latter, then. <laughs> as long as it's got Shaughnessy in it, you'll be watching. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we spoke about, obviously, TV shows last week, and I mentioned Always Sunny in Philadelphia. One of them, Paul, get a watch, is Trailer Park Boys. It's on Netflix. The whole thing's on Netflix. Watch it. Is that the guy with the really thick glasses? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Like you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's called Bubbles, okay? Um, <laughs> Danny Bubbles Smith. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> oh, I might change your name on my phone to Bubbles. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, man. <laughs> I'm going to do it right change- now. I'm just going to change yours to Zach Rudden then because he's yeah. probably bastard if you are. Yeah. That'd be cool as I'll send you a photo of you. <laughs> um, True Cameron's Detective, got... mate. True Detective. I've started watching that again. It's absolutely quality. I think I watched the first two seasons of that then forgot to watch the third and it wasn't on to the fourth or fifth just now. I need to catch God up on knows, it. God knows, mate. I, I can't even mind. I've just started again. It's so good. McConaughey and what's his name? Harrelson. Class. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That was the last thing I watched was them two. Woody Harrelson, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I think you know, that'll be bash. Yeah, will be bash. Um, Cameron, where's your first choice destination for Tony Dock's European tour? Amsterdam. <laughs> You tell Paul single. <laughs> Prague, Bucharest, Krakow. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Probably Linfield or something. Eh? Oh, even better. <laughs> um, obviously, that's just in jest, and we're not getting carried away with where we are and thinking we're going to go on a European tour or anything like that. Um, Kenny Ollock will end up getting relegated. So move on to the next question, Aaron Jackson. Do you think we can beat Hoffenheim or Atlanta in the group stages of the Europa League? 
walk in the park, mate. <laughs> home or away, though, he's not being specific. If it's a home, we take the points. If it's away, we play for the draw. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Tony's European adventure, man. <laughs> Going to be a sight to behold, like. <laughs> <laughs> ah, amazing what a 4-0 victory over Superman does to you. 4-0 victory <laughs> in a couple of cans. Brilliant. <laughs> Boom. So it's the best thing to ask these questions is after the game on a Saturday night. Leave it a few hours and get them when they're in the pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a few folk were getting ahead of themselves last night and I was one of them. <laughs> uh, George has put in make up a song for Boateng boy is a fucking baller yes there we go get, get a song made up selfie section there's your um, there's your homework for, for the week <laughs> or two weeks go and get a uh, a song made up for them um, another one you should do it in the you should do it in the style of that guy that did that Darwin Nunes song you know the Darwin Darwin Nunes <laughs> but like, they should do that for Malachi Boateng be brilliant. <laughs> Mali, Mali, <laughs> there you go. Paul's even set you off. We give you the base. There you go. Go with it. Um, last thing, Grant Anderson, you actually replied to your how many points will Paul have tweet. Um, you replied, great question, though I'm going to say you probably didn't remember nothing no. of it. Um, you put, how do we get more bums on seats for the Hibs game? This team deserves more. <clears throat> totally with you on that. Obviously, we've just mentioned about what we think. Um, uh, there's also a lot of specifics. We people's personal life, work life, the way the world is, and the way the football world is as well. We. I think. think I, th- keep- I, th- <clears throat> I think the main thing for me, and I'm not obviously I've I've not got Ben, so I'm not really too sure what the crack is, but there should be something for like an adult ticket they get a free under twelves or something because you need to get the, the youngsters back. And being to be fair. I think the southeast section have done that themselves personally. Do you know what I mean? Like they've brought a lot of younger boys into the fold, so and that's going to be the lifeblood of the the Dundee crowd, mate. So there needs yeah. to be stuff like think, that. But I think the Bobby Cox day something a family ticket, or they did do a family ticket. I would have to see. Um, mm. I'm I'm not too sure. I've no heard about it this season, so can I? Can I say it's possible? I'm not. I'm not sure either because I've always mm. said I've always thought that you know you get the Burns interested. I mean. They're going to want a program. They're going to want a badge. You know, they want a drink of juice and sweeties and that. So you obviously make money off of that. But we need the youngsters coming through, mate. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Um, well, that's it as well for the podcast. That's all for this week. We will probably come back and speak about Kami Kerr's testimonials. Seen a lot of old fans' favourites uh, appearing. Um, and just going about how good it was to see them all again. Yeah, um, mm. it'll probably be a short one. Maybe you get somebody on to speak to next week just to fill the the minutes. Um, get the That'll be away. exciting. Everything. Yeah, uh, maybe start slipping into some boys' DMs. Um, mm. Take it for there. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what we can do. So we can get a wee special guest on for us. Um, but Paul, thanks for coming on again. Thanks, mate. Amazed I made it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get back to your bed. Couldn't let you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um so thanks for obviously uh our sponsors, uh Matt and Tosh Hilton Electrical for sponsoring us. And thanks to all the fans that download and listen to us every week. We'll speak to you next week. Mm-hmm.